it's uh, Nick from the Pro Bike FC show. Let's ring the bell. There we go. That's all right, Lucy. You can do the next one. So there you go. How are you, everybody? It's Nick from Pro Bike FC. And um, we spent the last five minutes trying to figure out how to say our special guest's profession. profession. And we came up with all sorts of different things. So today, what we ha- who we have today. So obviously we have Dave, our operations guru galore yes, here. Yes. We've got yes, Lucy, my Lucy, sitting next to me again. She's keeping an eye on everything. Um, the most sensible one in the whole place. And our special guest today, I'm not gonna, is Lydia <laughs> You can pronounce your last name. So, so we have Lydia in our podcast today as our special guest, and Lydia is a hypnotist. Hypnotist. I said hypnosis specialist. Hypnosis that, specialist. That, that sounds so much more cooler. Hypnosis specialist. <laughs> So, so Lydia, welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously, um, we love to uh, bring in all sorts of different special guests with all sorts of different skill sets. And um, I thought, uh, you know, for our next um, for our next episode was to bring you in because you have a uh, very uh, unique profession. Uh, and uh, it's not something that you, I guess we all really hear of that much. So introduce yourself for our, uh, to our listeners. Let us know who you are and, and, and what it is that you actually, uh, what, what the job is and what, you, what is a hypnotist, what you actually do. Yeah, so um, my name is, again, Lydia Mihaliciano. Please don't worry about the last name. Forget it from this point on. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I Nick, um, you know, I uh, I was blessed to, to meet him in order to have some space, you know, a couple doors down. And, um, you know, the, the definition, the kind of definition, the technical definition of hypnosis is um, bypassing the conscious critical thinking factor, which just means that you're able to bypass the conscious critical thinking mind. So, you know, th- this means like the thoughts that get in the way, your own internal dialogue, um, you know, all the beliefs that you already have, um, you know, the reason why you are where you are right now is because of your beliefs and the things you tell yourself, right? So, um, you know, people try and solve their own problems, let's say, particularly with habits, because this is what I work with is habits, you know, although people come in with anxiety and, you know, self-proclaimed depression and um, all kinds of disorders. Um, You know, I I don't like that word disorder. You know, it just means that people have a series of habits that are sort of under this umbrella of depression or anxiety or an eating disorder. And um, when you can start to break it apart like that, now you have something to work with. Now you can work with the habits that are creating this belief that I am this, Mm. that I am, I am fat, that I am useless, that I have, I don't, I don't have good confidence or I have low self-esteem. When you have all these I equal statements, um, you know, these are identity level statements and you can't do anything with them. So, yeah, that's really interesting. So, um, so most importantly, what I've just, well, not what I just realized, you can't make me cluck like a chicken. <laughs> Only if it's something you want. <laughs> and I'm also being paid. I'm just, I need to be paid as well. <laughs> I want you. Not for free. Let's I, want, 
I want you to make Dave bat like a lamb. <laughs> I, I, bat. I'm sure your wife would love that. <laughs> so she should like put like a. What is it? It's like a trigger word or something. A trigger word. Yeah. You react to. Yeah. So okay. every so yeah. every time every time Rachel goes kiwi, yeah. you go man. <laughs> <laughs> and this is definitely something that we do. <laughs> so 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 Lydia, uh, just explain to me. Um, this is obviously. Um, this is obviously something that, you know, you just don't wake up and go, oh, I'm going to be a <laughs> hypnotist, right? There's yeah. training involved. I'm mm -hmm. sure that there's qualifications that mm -hmm. you have to do. Can you explain to me what the training is that was involved for you to get your credential? Um, like, how is, um, I mean, is there something about you that, or is there something about an individual that's relatively unique to become one? Or do you just wake up and go, ah, fuck it, I just want to be a hypnotist, right? <laughs> so just explain to me the credential and the qualifications and, and, and where you, how, you got, how you got to where, you're, where you are with the profession. Yeah, so, you know, for me, it was more of a calling. It's, it's chosen me, right? So meaning if I was to go off in a different direction, it would be painful for me because I know that... Um, their reason I am here is to help people overcome all these things. And you know, these things being, um, like I said, the, ma the majority of what comes through my door, the basis is anxiety. So, you know, it could be sleeping problems. It could be, um, you know, eating out of anxiety or it could be um, any kind of self-sabotage, you know, so smoking, I often see smokers. Um, <clears throat> and I got into it because it was, it helped me. You know, uh, I'm not making any claims here as far as, um, with prescription drugs. However, you know, my experience with hypnosis has taken me off sleeping pills. It's taken me off pain pills. It's taken me off um, anxiety medication, depression medication. I've come off all of it with hypnosis because, you know, <clears throat> there's this, this, this misconception that hypnosis is some sort of like mystical, magical state. And hypnosis is actually is what's going on all around us all the time. You know, just this, ha this just, just this conversation alone, we are both in a light trance. We're both focused on each other. And all hypnosis is, oh. is focus. Hey, That's this it. Is, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is a family show, Lydia. <laughs> I mean, I know, I'm, I know I'm single and all, but my, da my daughter's here. <laughs> well, I mean, look at what's going on right now, right? The, the best hypnotists in the world are doctors, the media, news anchors. I mean, yeah, they yeah, have so yeah. much power. Yeah. And all they have to do is say one word uh-oh you know stock up on this thing this thing's gonna run out and everybody's out the oh, door toilet paper just yeah. everybody i mean that is power right yeah. it doesn't mean that toilet paper toilet paper is necessarily scarce but it's just the language they use it's the amount of power the perceived power that a person has there's the perceived influence a person so, has. so so it, it's like um mm -hmm. uh and correct me if i'm wrong very much like negotiators right fbi very much FBI negotiators all and all like, that sort of stuff who can um who's who's going to be the most influential person in the conversation right so negotiation is all hypnosis right you're like you're using hypnotic language maybe you're trying to give somebody a bunch of reasons why they should you know take some sort of action this is all you know a form of hypnotic language um hypnotic language is used, i mean go walk around ikea Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, check out our newest this over here. Don't forget to eat, you know grab a pretzel on your way out. These this is all direct suggestions. Yeah. And this is something that's done on in, in just a therapy session as well. What what was your what was your training? What, what yeah. did you have to do? 
Yeah, so, um, you know, like I said, me for me to get into it is because of I, I went to somebody eventually and, yeah. and they were able to help me. Um, the training for a hypnoti- hypnotist is very similar to that of any medical profession. It's like you go through you go through a training, but the real training is after you have to practice. Okay. You know, there's a series of there's a series of hours you have to keep up ongoing education. Mm. Um, I fly around the nation to train with the best people, the people who have helped me and who I think um, <laughs> are also healthy as well, right? Because just like in any profession, you've got um, all kinds of you know narcissists and psychopaths who are seeking. A hypnosis to manipulate for their own good versus you know the good of um you know mutuality right yeah. to help someone else also you know you get something in return so um. yeah so so let, let's let's just dive into um some of the stuff like you you mentioned um you mentioned uh, that you you know you see people for uh weight uh, mm-hmm. ob- obesity smoking <clears throat> Athletics, um, you athletics. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's interesting because when I when I first met you, <laughs> right, and you were you were um, uh, you were telling me what you did, um, it was uh, it doesn't come to any shock of my listeners that I tend to be a very forward person, and um, I'm like, what's this mumbo jumbo gypsy garbage yeah. crap, you know? And, <laughs> and you yeah, and it's like, yeah, you know, it's you know, yeah, all this garbage. That was my favorite one, gypsies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm dancing outside in a dress. Yeah, that's like. right. That's what she's doing. And I'm like, just, just if you, if you've got a problem, just stop it. Just ride your bike until you bleed out of your ears or something. So, so, and but I have a, um, I have a bad sweet tooth. You remember this? You remember where I'm going with this? I do remember. Yep. And uh, this is uh, close to a year and a half ago, right? Yeah. 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 yeah it's been so. that oh, wow. long. I know. So, um, so I said, okay, all right, all right. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this a go because I'm, I'm always good. I keep an open mind, even though I bag the crap out of it. I keep an open mind. Bag away. So, so, so I, 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 we had a little bit of it because I do have a big sweet tooth. Now, here's the interesting thing about it, and this I guess leads into the other question. We had a, a session. Um, um, kind of informal. It, right? Very informal. So it wasn't actually even hardcore full on, right? This was, this was the interesting thing about it all. And we just started talking. And interestingly enough, to go back to what you were saying, I didn't actually realize what was going on at the time, <laughs> right? So you were doing what you were doing and I was just talking with you and you were doing what you were doing. And then at the end, you just kind of like said, okay, right, we're done. And I went, well, what, 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 what do we freaking do? Like, like, where, where is it? Aren't you supposed to, like, you know, wriggle your fingers over my head or something? Yeah, right. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, um, so here's the thing. Have I lost my sweet tooth? No, I haven't. Um, I still love um, all my sweet tooth, my, my candies and my chocolates and all that sort of stuff. But I will tell you one thing that did change. I was able to regulate mm-hmm. myself whereas before I was never able yeah. to do it I would I would sit there and this is interesting right and this is where I don't know correct me if I'm wrong and this is the process that you were trying to achieve but I will go into say for instance a supermarket or something and I'll see all the candy bars mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff and I'll go oh man I really want a Kit Kat or oh, I could eat like a full block of Cadbury chocolate and I'll sit there and I never used to do this. I just used to go, yep, I'm, I'm into it. Right. Chomp, 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 yep. right? Like instantaneous. Instantaneous. Right? And then, I'd, then yeah. I'd feel bad and I'd go, crap, I've got to go ride harder the next day. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of athletes do they, they just function like this on yeah and, and it's not good it's not good yeah. and we've spoken about this on well, podcast it's a punishment and reward system correct and that's you know? no way that you should train right but what i find myself doing now is i find myself going oh man i really want that block of chocolate but i find myself standing there watching it <laughs> right going into a trance i, a I do you're going into hypnosis. this is a true story yeah i find myself looking at it and i start to think to myself well, do should I? I mean, mm-hmm. is it something that I really need right now? And then I won't, mm-hmm. right? And what I find myself doing is I find myself reevaluating when I can have my quote-unquote cheat day. Is this basically what you're doing? Like, like, mm-hmm. how does it, how does my case differ to somebody that may be a chronic smoker or something along those lines? You know, it's not. It's not. Um, everybody has so, has some sort of decision-making strategy. And their strategy could be sabotage, right? A strategy could be maybe you're doing, doing something to that's resourceful for you, but people could also have a strategy for self-sabotage, you know? And your strategy was, I see something, and then I eat it, and then I feel bad. And this is a loop, right? This is just an open loop. It just keeps going around until there's an intervention. And so... You know, um, what we did was more conversational style, which which just basically means we don't even have to do sleep and you know eyes closed, all that stuff. You don't even really need to do that. Um, but sometimes I just do it because some people's expectations of me is like, oh, I'm supposed to go and close my eyes. I'm supposed to feel like I'm going into a deep place. And, um, you know, it's all about fulfilling the client's expectations, right? Because if you don't, then their guard starts to go up. They start to install beliefs. This isn't going to work. This is not what I expected. Is hypnosis really happening? And so... Um, you know, it's it's all about your beliefs and what you think is going to work. If you know, if you don't think I can help you, I would never work with that person, right? And so, what what I did with you specifically was I stirred up a feeling. I remember it very well. I stirred up a feeling. I was like, well, so so what's wrong with having just going and eating that chocolate? What's wrong with that? Because obviously, there's something wrong with it, according to you, right? For some people, going after that chocolate as soon as they get in the grocery store may not be a problem for them. But it's relative to you. To you, it's a problem. And so I asked, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, so so what is wrong with just having chocolate, you know, whenever you want? And you're like, well, you know, it creates this, and then I have to work harder for it, and then I just have to go out and ride harder. It just creates more of this, I have to do things now to take care of it. And apparently, it wasn't good to you. No. It wasn't serving absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, especially as you get older. Yeah. Right? Yep. So we stirred up <clears throat> one of your senses. You know, we had you tap into that feeling of, you know, this, this doesn't really feel good after all. You know, this pleasure that we we seem to get after um having that chocolate cake or having that that donut or that ice cream um typically for someone who is regretting it in the end they're feeling the regret even while it's happening they're feeling the regret before it's happening all that's changed with you is you become conscious of it you've been you've become conscious of the emotion the feeling of the mental process of the the sabotage that you are doing and because you're more conscious because your mind and body connection is is even tighter now you're more aware of it now there's an intervention happening now you've you've you're aware of the feeling and and when that feeling is strong enough you can't sabotage yourself you can't be self-sabotaging and you can't be totally conscious and self-aware at the same time they cancel each other out does that make sense yeah absolutely yep in fact a great example of this is if you've ever been in a place where you've caught yourself in the middle of something you've been like what the heck is what the heck like maybe you've caught yourself in the middle like 
smoking. You're like, what the hell? Well, how did this happen? Right? You kind of wake up. You kind of break out of the trance. Um, I, mean, I think we've all experienced a time like that where we've just kind of uh, woken up out of something. Right? I experienced that probably every two and a half minutes. <laughs> what, about you? what about you, Dave? Three minutes? Here and there. Yeah. Or okay. think of it like if you've ever driven down the highway and missed your exit, right? And you don't uh, realize yeah. it for another 30 minutes. Yeah. And you're just like, what? How did that happen? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, absolutely. So, so um, let's, uh, let's go down to the athletic side of things because, you know, this is, um, this is all about cycling and athletics overall. And I know that you work with... Um, one or two of the, the ladies from the women's team, which is great. So, you know, with cyclists, um, and I guess athletes all round, whether you're a runner or a pole vault or whatever it is, but with cyclists, you know, there's, they have lots of um, issues of things like um, getting nervous on the start line. Um, uh, they, the, I, I see a lot of people that come to me that want to learn how to descend because they're really scared to descend down you know, big, big hills slash mountains at speed. Um, some some cyclists are um, uh, really, really nervous about climbing because, you know, it, it's intimidating for them to have to climb, you know, uh, steep gradients. And, and, you know, they go, oh, I'm not a good climber. I'm not a good climber. Years ago, there's self-hypnosis. That is self-hypnosis, right? You're using, you're saying something to yourself. You're mental, you're, it's mental conditioning. Yeah, right? yeah. So this is all hypnosis. So... So in saying that, what's what is the way that you work with athletes around that? Because it is interesting. I uh, you know du- during my pro days, we 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 actually hypnosis wasn't a thing in the nineties, right? It wasn't a. It was. It just wasn't it, as popular. Sure, ab- absolutely, absolutely. It, it was all about raw medical psychology, you know. And um, but I do remember, and valid to your point, I know our sports psychologists used to say, if you say you can't climb the Motorola, or if you say you can't climb the Col de Colombane, or you know you can't ride cobbles, you can't, right? Will it be what, harder? Will it be harder? Sure. What is your strategy? What like when you're dealing with athletes like that when it comes to hypnosis? So. In hypnosis, you know, one thing I, I teach my clients is that we all have, we have emotions that are anchored to things around us. You know, you have certain emotions that are anchored to your children, right? Oh, we have emotions. Hell I do. Hell yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> you have an emotion tied to your business. Yeah. People have, like, have you ever walked into your house, looked at your couch and were like, oh, or your bed and that feeling came up with like, oh, thank God, right? There's a feeling we have anchors, we have emotional anchors attached to everything around us, right? Mm. And so, you know, whatever the trigger may be for that athlete. Um, what I find with cyclists, the cyclists that I've worked with so far, is that a trigger for their, maybe their anxiety or their negative internal dialogue might be someone passes them. And when that person passes them, then they start to fall backwards, right? That's what's called falling falling back. Falling back, yep. And then all this dialogue starts like, well, you know, what's the point? Or like, I'm not gonna be able to catch up. And then, but what's happening behind the dialogue is there's a feeling now. And the feeling could be um, like worried. It could be fear, you know, it could be anxiety. And whatever it is, there is a trigger associated with it. Which means, you know, like hypnosis, this is all, these are all mental processes we're already doing outside of, outside of my therapy room. You know, these are all mental internal processes that everybody's been doing since the dawn of time. And all we're doing inside my room is just 
calling on those mental internal processes, those anger, that angering, and just manufacturing them in the session. And so what I do with uh, athletes is I like to create an anchor that is um, – that is resourceful, that creates whatever emotion that they want. You know, I remember with with um, one of your writers, you know, her goal was, I was like, well, well, how do you want- Tell us a name, tell us a name. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll make up a name. No, uh, no, that's know. okay. Patient, client, what's it one, called? No, a client. Privilege. Client A. Yeah, yeah. Client A. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna be giving away any information like that here, but, um, you know, so many people are focused on what they don't want. Yeah. And I've sat in conversations for almost an hour trying to pry out what people do want instead, right? Because if you're feeling less of something, well, what are you feeling more of? There has to be something there to that to replace that old thing, the old habit, old feeling, old um, strategy, whatever, right? You mm-hmm. need something to replace it. And so when I when I asked her, I was like, well, what, how do you want to be different as a person, right? Because you can only control who you are and how you feel. So how do you want to be different when someone, let's say, um, what is it, what is it called? They just... When someone passes you, was there like a... Oh, just, just you know, when, when they blow past you. Yeah, when sure. They, okay. Yep, yep. So when someone uh, blows past you, how do you want to feel different? And she was like, well, I want to feel like a badass. I want to feel confident. I want to feel like an, like this type of energy. And I was like, I have no idea what she's talking about, right? But she does. Her neural network is on fire right now. Like she's, I feel this energy from her. I feel like her tapping into it, right? Because all you have to do in order to feel something is to just think about something that makes you feel that way. Yeah, it's I, that easy. I'm so I'm right? so I'm so glad that I've got some of my lovely, awesome ladies coming and seeing you because if they asked me that question, I'd say, "Stop freaking complaining! Just goddamn ride your freaking bike faster!" Yeah, and, and I could go on and tell you why that's a problem and not working. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you all the technical is. reasons why what? that's not. What, what, what do you mean it's not working? Oh, it works fine. That's how I was coached. What are you talking about? I mean, you know, just ride until your ass bleeds. And I was too. You know, my my bodybuilding coach. I was just like, I'm so tired and drained when I was competing, and I was just like, I'm so hungry and he's just like suck it up train go to sleep it was just like yeah okay oh you want a cup you want a cup of tea you're cold you want to warm up just put some more clothes on and ride there we go no but don't come to me for any hypnotherapy <laughs> so 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 um so yeah so that that's really cool and and i will say and i will say to you as well too you know what I what I do like about what you do, and and like I said, I always give everything a, a, a fighting chance, and and I was really impressed, you know, with um, and I've seen your work, and and you've also I've seen um, uh, you present as well, and um, you know, now I'm certainly not discrediting anything else, you know, I think everything has its place, <clears throat> um, therapy has its place, yeah. but but what I do like about what you offer. Is you don't you don't get the um, you don't get the so how does that make you feel type thing you know like you know it, it's like well you know you really should like tap into your feeling here and, and I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't have feelings right we we've got to have feelings well you're gonna but, have them regardless well you're gonna have them regardless <laughs> but but I think what I think what you what what your profession or skill set presents. Um, is a more practical, realistic way of being able to overcome certain mm-hmm. issues um, that 
feel a little bit more real, real life as 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 opposed. No, I don't know if I'm explaining this right. Yeah. But, but but you know, I mean, I, I mean, I hope hopefully the listeners understand what I'm trying to say. I don't know if you if you understand what I'm trying to say, but yeah. but it just seems more um, like it's practical. You can move forward. You yeah. Have tools yeah. You've are... got tools, and you continually as as opposed to always trying to sort of like question yourself as to oh, do you know like should I be feeling here? Should I be feeling here? Or all that sort of stuff. Well, so, um, so yeah. Sorry, go on, go. I was just gonna say, you know, um, you know, often the people I see are are graduating from therapy. They're graduating from cognitive behavioral therapy or, or some or some other type of talk therapy. And the complaints I often hear is that I'm just sitting around just talking about my problems for an hour. And by doing that, you're actually lighting up that neural network, right? If that person's talking about how anxious they're getting when they go out to the grocery store, when they go out to a networking event, then what's happening is when you're just talking about that problem, but you're not doing anything with it, then you're just lighting up that neural network. They're experiencing the feeling, but nothing's changing. Hmm. Nothing's changing because they're still doing the same thing over every day, talking about their problem. And what's great about hypnosis is that we understand that the minute you light up that neural network and that emotion is stirred up, now that that neural network becomes plastic, it becomes moldable so that you can change the behavior to something else. So let's say if somebody has a panic attack, somebody gets anxious or somebody's like, let's say, eating out of stress, right? When they tap into that anxiety and that feeling that makes them want to eat out of stress, now you can change it to something else. Now you can have them relax instead or be confident instead or do something else instead but you can only do that if you light it up first you trigger the emotion and then you have to do something with it the reason why conventional therapy is not um you know and i'm not to say not to say that people have not been able to change themselves just through talking because like i said earlier just talking alone is hypnosis right but the problem is is like people don't really understand what it takes they don't understand psychology they don't understand how habits are formed and if you don't have this knowledge it's, it's much more challenging for people to to not only change the habit but to create a whole new way of being you know from that from that point on i love it so lydia um uh, I think it's. Um, uh, I I I agree. I, I love it. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a convert. Um, I think um, you you know. I think what your profession or what your skill set brings is is a um, is a great self reflection. Um, it like I said in a more practical sense to be able to overcome and 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 adapt to to environments. Um, I think with with a little bit more confidence, right? With a little bit more self confidence. So, um, I I um, for all of you that are listening there uh, out out there, uh, I certainly think that you should give it a try. Lydia, close on out by telling me again. Um, firstly, give me the things that you work on. Give 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 our listeners the things that you work on, so they know. I mean, I, I like to, to say get... work through, not okay, work, work on, right? Work through, sure. Because now we sound like a maintenance project. <laughs> a maintenance right? pro- yeah, yeah. yeah. I can assure you, my listeners will agree, I am a maintenance project that we, <laughs> we will work on. Well, what is it that I help people work through? Uh, sleep improvement. Again, a lot of this comes back to anxiety or even depression as well. Um, Binge eating, emotional eating is something I probably 50% of what people come in for is weight management, whether they want to lose actual body fat or they want to be able to put on lean mass. Um, Procrastination is obviously an oil spill into all of these areas. Um, Smoking, I often see. Um, 
And on the and on the sports side of things, sports side is focus. Yep. Um, confidence building, and and you know, just because they're athlete, they're they're no different from your average person. So there's anxiety, there's there's fears happening. You know, it just it just might be particularly happening during the sport. So you know, helping a an athlete focus, it's 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 not even so much as building focus. You don't really need to build focus. What you need to do is quiet the. Um, you need to quiet your internal dialogue. Mm. And it's much just like listening to somebody. If you can just listen and quiet your mind, <laughs> now you're focused, now you're in hypnosis, now you're in a trance, or as athletes call it, the zone state, right? The zone state. The zone I, state. I know exactly what you're talking about. That is mm. absolutely true. Yep. And um, the reason why I know about that is because hypnosis is becoming a more relevant part of mm. professional athletics. Yep. And a lot of, um, uh, I, I don't know about any other sports, but I do know quite a number of... Golfers see yeah. hypnotists. Oh, um, yeah. Tiger Woods works with a hypnotist. Yeah, um, and, I, and I know a number of cyclists, you know, in the UCI continental field and, and, and also in the world Michael field. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, Kobe yeah. Bryant. Yeah. Um, all the top guys of their field, they, the only way you can separate yourself is performance. Yeah. Right? Anybody could smack a ball, but can you quiet your mind? Can you focus? Can you do all those tiny little habits in order to hit the ball in the right direction and yep. with the right speed well, right? it's all self-control absolutely and i certainly know that the cycling community at the top level does use hypnosis as well too so let everybody know how give us um your contact number um whatever your contact point is your email any web page how can our listeners get a hold of you for more information? Yes, yeah, so you can uh, visit my website that has everything you need to know about hypnosis, about my background specifically, um, and you can book just like a free 30 minutes of my time. And that website is? Is buildyourselfinside.com. So all one word. Buildyourselfinside.com. Build com yep um and all the details are on there contact phone number detail, email phone num- okay you so can book a, a consultation rate on the website beautiful so, so everybody it's buildyourselfinside.com yep awesome so lydia um i that was awesome uh, i highly recommend even if you just give it a go for a couple of times yeah. just give it a try because i believe it it works it's already happening, um, whether you believe it or not. So, I, I, feel, I feel like so I, feel, I feel like I've just been like I feel like I've been hocus pocusy. <laughs> I've been hypnotized. Been I don't hypnotized. even know. I don't even know what's going on. I've stopped. I've stopped scratching. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. So anyway, Lydia, um, it's it's been it's been awesome to um, to have you on the Pro Bike FC show. Um, I really do encourage uh, our listeners to go out and reach out to you if they have specific um, if they have specific issues that they uh, that they want to uh, that they want wor- uh, no what's the word not worked on that they want work through what they want to work through. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the PBF uh, PBFC show. show. Thank you, David. You're welcome. Um, thanks for all of your contributions That's today. What I'm here for. I'm really uh, happy to be here. There were zero contributions today. <laughs> and our very special guest, Lydia. You're not going to believe. You're not going to believe this. But do you know who conjures up the most um, requests to be on this show? No. Mitchell. That's right. Oh, and he's come. What? <laughs> and he's come. What? Oh, he's just walked in as well too. Mitchell. Mitchell. That was insane timing. (laughs) Mitchell Mitchell generates. uh, My reviews are only because of this idiot. 
What do you think about this whole hypnosis stuff? I'm all for it. It's good stuff. Yeah. That's and there's Mitchell's contribution. Yeah. It's good stuff. Perfect, Check, perfect timing, Mitchell. Yep. So buildyourselfinside.com. Thanks yep. again, everybody. I'm gonna ring the bell. There it is. And oh, sorry. Next time, um, uh, tune in. This will come out. Um, we will bring this out earlier, maybe Thursday or Friday. And, uh, and uh, yeah, thanks again. And uh, we'll see you later. Thank you. Bye bye.